Hello, it's Gabby here for you. Before we jump onto this week's podcast, I just want to let you know about two ways that you can work with me. First of all, I do one-to-one coaching and I do that via Zoom so we can jump on a Zoom call at a time to suit you. The second thing I've got for you is an online coaching course that's 12 modules that you can download straight away now. There will be a link somewhere around these podcast notes. And this is the course that I've designed and it's got everything in it that I wish I'd have known when I finished cancer treatment and I was lost. So you can download that course now and you can start working towards making this your happiest and healthiest year ever. I'd love to hear from you. Let me know what you think. Take care. Bye-bye. Hello there, it's Gabby here from Confidence After Cancer and I hope this finds you well. This week I'm going to be talking about how to start the year off well for yourselves. How can you plan for 2024 being your best year ever? And I'm not going to talk about resolutions or anything that makes you feel like there's something wrong with you now. But I think for all of us, the new year is a time for reflection. And it's a time, it's quite exciting, isn't it? I think there's a quote from um, Oprah that says, cheers to a new year and another chance for us to get it right. So what I'm going to talk to you today is about how you can plan for your new year, being your most successful, but how to really focus on any changes that you want to make. How can you make them stick? You know, maybe you've got tried to do things before, and it's not really worked out for you. So what can you do differently this year? And I've got some questions for you, some four questions that you can reflect on for yourself that hopefully will give you a bit more focus and stop you getting so overwhelmed because it's very easy, isn't it, to get overwhelmed with, well, I just want to change everything. There's so many things I'd like to change and I don't really know where to start. I'm hoping the questions I'm going to ask you for you to reflect on are going to give you some focus and Focus on what's important for you because, you know, I, I obviously I'm, I'm very conscious of the fact social media, maybe this is how you've come across me. I do love social media. I think it's got some really good parts to it. But, you know, there's a saying, isn't there? Comparison is a thief of joy. And that really is true. Sometimes when you look at other people on social media and you think, oh, well, she's got a perfect life or they've got it easy or everything goes well for them. Well, nobody really has a perfect life. And like me, you know, generally I um, only go on social media when I'm dressed my best. I've usually got my makeup on. Today, you know what? I am in my pyjamas. I've not got dressed today. It's in between Christmas and New Year when I'm recording this. Um, I haven't felt the need to get dressed. I've got my pyjamas on. I've got no makeup on. If you're watching this on YouTube, you can see this is how I look. I'm natural. So sorry if I am scaring you. But if you're listening to the recording, I really want to hone in for you about this time of year because it is magical. It's a new beginning. It's a chance for us to start again. You know, mentally, I think New Year can be such um, a special time. And I've got a little exercise that I want to go through with you that helped has helped me enormously to focus on what I want to achieve rather than getting overwhelmed with trying to change everything in my life all at once. So the first thing I'd ask you to think about is, well, what were the highlights from the year just gone? And sometimes it's difficult to remember, isn't it, all the things we've done or, you know, even can be insignificant things sometimes. But two things that have helped me. First of all, I've just take I have a wall planner on the wall where I am. Um, I have to put my appointments in because my memory is so shocking. So I try and get everything on the wall planner. But looking back on my wall planner from last year when I'd taken it down, 
you know, I've been reminded of some wonderful times, you know, it can be day trips, it could be holidays, it could be parties that I've been to. I love my uh, live music events. So it's helped me to, uh, to smile and remember those memories. And the other thing that's helpful to do sometimes as well, if you, like most people now, take photos on your phone or on your camera or wherever you take, store your photos, just look back in the last year and just feel the feelings of those nice memories that you've got. You know, what was good about last year? And just reflect on that, what was good. While we're reflecting, the second point that I want to make is the question is maybe a little bit more difficult. But what were the hardest aspects of last year? Yeah. So think about the different areas of your life, maybe your health, career, money, your relationships. How much fun and love and happiness did you have? What about your sense of purpose? And this is different for everybody. And when I'm doing my online coaching and when I'm doing my courses with people as well, quite often we'll start off by taking stock. And you might have heard of this called the wheel of wellness or that some people call it the circle of life or whatever. But dividing up your life into these different areas and an exercise to do to reflect on is to rank your satisfaction in each of these areas. So thinking about, for instance, your career, you know, on a scale of one to ten, how happy are you? How well is it going for you? You know, where 10 is amazing, it couldn't be any better. And zero is absolutely, you're at rock bottom. And most people are somewhere in between. And the trick is really to find balance in your life is to not just focus on one area. So to pick several areas that you want to work on and thinking about how you satisfied you are in those areas. And I see it time and time again, some people, their career is going amazingly well, that can be at the expense of their relationships maybe they're neglecting the partner or the children or whatever or their friends they've got no social life so for some people they need to work that you know doing this exercise and ranking those areas really brings into sharp focus the changes you want to make and I'm, I'm saying this you know with love I'm not saying it from a place of judgment I'm asking you to reflect on your own personal circumstances you know where are you in your health your career your relationship you know, on a scale of one to 10, what was hardest for last year? We're not going to stay in this dark place. You know me, I like to be positive. But sometimes to move forward, it does help to learn the lessons of the past, not to beat yourself up because we can't change what's happened in the past. We all know that, but we certainly do it. It's a natural thing to do. I do it myself. Rerunning old arguments that you've had or, you know, he said this or she, she made me feel like that. And it's not helpful at all. But what is helpful is to reflect on what were the hard aspects of last year and what was difficult about them. And then the third question is, well, thinking about those things, what did you learn about yourself? Because you can learn something, you know, in tough times you can learn. Well, my natural instinct is to whatever it is your natural instinct is to do. And thinking about your coping strategies, are they helpful? Are they serving you well? And if they're not, is it something you want to change? So once we've thought about those things, you know, we've thought about the good things from last year, we've thought about the things that didn't go so well. And you're thinking about what did you learn about yourself? So going forward into this year, there's three things that we can think about that are really going to help you focus. So the three things are stop, start or continue. So, for instance, if you're thinking about the things that you did that were difficult, well, what do you like to stop doing? And I've, I've done this exercise myself. And I, I want to stop complaining about some things, some things that have happened to me. And I have you know, complained to myself, I've complained to my husband, to, to close friends as well. 
about the tough time that I've had when I thought I've been treated very unfairly. But I'm going to stop complaining about that. And the other thing that I've also found myself doing is imagining future scenarios with this person or that person. Oh, what if they did this? Well, I'd do this. It's such a waste of energy. But it's a natural thing to do. Almost in a self-protection mode, I'm thinking, you know, if this situation comes up, I'm going to handle it better in the future. But I'm worrying about things that have not happened yet. And I'm going to stop doing that to myself. And the other thing I'm going to stop doing is I do a lot of my business. I get a lot of my contacts on social media. And that's great. You know, people do reach out to me through various channels on social media. Absolutely fabulous. But social media can be that rabbit hole. You go, oh, just have a quick look at my phone. And before you know it, you spent two hours just doing nothing, just following, you know, whatever things that are maybe interesting to you. And if you want to consciously want to do that, there's nothing wrong with that. And again, I'm not judging anybody who does, but I know for myself, I will run out of time in a day to do the things I really want to do. And then I'll reflect back, well, what have I been doing? Well, I spent two hours on Facebook or you know on Instagram or whatever. And that's fine if you do it with a purpose, but if you're just losing time and you're just mindless, mindlessly scrolling, that's not helpful for me. I've got a lot that I want to achieve in my life and that, and that's not really how I want to be spending my time. So the next thing I want to say is about, well, what, what do you want to continue? So reflecting back on what was good about last year, uh, hopefully you can think of some things that were good, some things that you enjoyed. Like say for me, it was live music. I absolutely love that. And to me, that was one of the hardest things about the pandemic and the lockdown was I couldn't socialise. I couldn't go to live music events. And so, you know, those things don't just happen. I need to plan them in. So we've already planned in some nice um, events this year, some groups that we follow, some um, holidays that we go to as well, rock holidays. We're planning in that already. So getting those things in place, um, you know, I don't know if you've heard about the expression big rocks. And this goes back to um, it's a, a YouTube. There's lots on YouTube about this that you can see. And it was a professor in college doing a talk. And saying to his student, he had on his desk a big glass jar and he had a big pile of rocks. He had a big pile of little pebbles and he had a, and a container with some sand in and then some water. And he asked the student, well, can I fit all of these things into this jar? And so what he did, he put the water in first and then the sand and then the little pebbles and then the small stones. And then the big rocks didn't fit in. There was just no room for them to go. And then he repeated the exercise, but he put the big rocks in first. And once he'd done that, they fit in the jar. The little pebbles and the sand and the water went around those things. And so the analogy of that is really the big rocks are the important things in your life. The things that are non-negotiable, the things that have to happen. And for instance, when you've got small children, they come first. That is your big rock. They, you know, That's non-negotiable. That has to happen. But for me and many people I know, my children have grown now or maybe you don't have those you know, responsibilities. And there are things that you want to achieve, but you're not making it happen. And why is that? And for me, that's my big rock. So I've got my planner for this year and I've put in the things that are non-negotiable for me, the things I want to happen. I want to have a spa weekend with my friend. I want to go to a music event. I want to have a holiday. All the things that are important to me they're going in there first and all the other things that can move or can be postponed or can be negotiated they will fit around that and I hope that makes sense to you as well so I said that before about this the last part of this is the stop continue and start so what do you want to continue doing and again think about how you're spending your time 
I talked about social media for me is a big drain on my time. But I'm very conscious now of the people that I follow on social media. And I invite you to do the same. As somebody said to me once, oh, you know, if I don't like Facebook, it really depresses me. And I thought, mm, that's interesting. Um, who are you following on Facebook that makes you depressed? You know, is it the people that you follow? Perhaps, you know, are they saying things that you don't agree with? Or are they saying things that are unkind? Are they saying things that are quite nasty? And if they are, why are you following those people? You don't have to. Yeah, so th there's a, a practice somebody that I know uh, does is unfollow Friday. And she will be consciously thinking on a Friday, right, am I seeing things that I'm not happy about, things that are not lifting my energy, things that are not kind, things that are not enriching my life? I just need to unfollow those people. Don't need that in my life. That sounds quite callous, but it's really a, a form of self-care, self-protection. So think about the things that you can continue. Once you've thought about the things you want to stop doing and the things that you want to continue, do you have space now to think about the things that you want to start doing? And this is, you know, going back to what I started off talking about is your New Year's resolution. If you want things to be different in 2024, things have got to change. You know, it is the definition of madness to keep on doing the same things and expecting different results. So if you want things to change, what are you going to start doing to make those things happen? And of course, that's a, you know, an individual thing for you. Depends what you want to do. If you want any help or advice, I'm here for you. Please reach out to me. You do know I'm a one-to-one -one coach. I do one-to-one -one coaching with people, but the joys of the internet, I can do that with people around the world now. I've got clients in different countries, which is really interesting for me. But also I've got pre-recorded courses that you can download and you can work through at your own pace. And they are supported by me in a live Facebook group where I do live calls once a week where you can jump on, you can ask questions. And you're part of a private group that's very, very supported, very like minded people that are wanting the same things as you to be happier and to be healthier. And there's nothing wrong with that, is there? So think about what would you like to start doing? OK, and again, it's a very personal thing to you. But once you can stop doing things that are not serving you and consciously continue to do the things that are working well for you and give yourself a pat on the back, because life is tough. Life can be really tough for a lot of people at the moment. So be kind to other people, but especially be kind to yourself. So as always, I'm hoping that's helpful for you. Please give me some feedback. Let me know how you're getting on with planning your new year. What exciting things you want to be doing or even not very exciting, but just really things that nurture you because we all need to make time. The big rock for me is now my self-care. It used to be, you know, I whatever energy I had left, I was planning something as a treat for myself. But no, I do that first now and make it a priority. It's non-negotiable. My health and my happiness have got to be top priority for me because nobody else is going to come and do it for me. Okay. And as always, my love, I'm here for you please reach out to me. I'd love to hear from you. Let me know how I can help you and let me know what you've got planned for 2024. I hope it's a belter for all of us. I'm sure as life is life, there will be ups and downs, but I hope you have some good times. I hope you've got things planned for you to look forward to. And if you have, please let me know. I'd love to hear from you. So thank you so much for listening. I'll speak to you again next week. Take care, my love. Stay safe. Stay sane. Bye-bye.